0: Yesterday was one hundred three. Today is one hundred four. We are going to have in mind Fush Lema to Amy Basdvora and to and um, Hadas and to, uh, and to uh, he's here also. Richards here. Yehudas um, Basara, Rachalei Basara, all else who need it. And with that, we'll get right to the review of yesterday's daf. So um, we explained yesterday that uh, Rava. Um, had made a distinction between a uh, leather a leather sock and a like a material so a sock made out of material. Um, what so and what? What? what what kind of leather no 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 so there's some that was leather whatever.
1: leather.
0: Anyway so we, uh, we, we, we showed that, there's that, that, that there really is that type of difference and uh, we see it from, because uh, we quoted a source, a brysa. The brysa says that uh, if, uh, if you use a minnow that is uh, torn, that's, but it still covers most of the foot, or a sandal that's broken, that still catches, holds most of the foot, because okay, the sandal is mostly on the bottom, And a minnow is like a shoe, so so it's all all over. So that's why you use different terms for basically when it's broken. If it's made of even other material like um, uh, made out of reeds or out of roots or even wood, um, um, all of those things, even the the thing that's meant to hold people whose feet aren't functional, if it's an anpilya shalor, which is a leather, a leather sock, um, and if you do chalitza from, a, from an adult, whether standing, sitting, or leaning, and also from a blind man, it's all a chalitza, it's considered a kosher chalitza. Uh, but if it's a minnow that is nifram, it doesn't cover most of his foot, and a sandal that's broken that doesn't hold most of his foot, and it's a smichas yadayim, which is you know, gloves, or an Ampili Shalbege, then or cholitzes then all of those is cholitzim sula. So um, basically, um, we're seeing over here the distinction between the the two types of socks. Okay, now who is the halacha referring to this Kavakita? If it's mayor who holds that uh, peg leg, the wood leg that holds, you know, for a person who's missing part of his foot is considered he says that's considered a shoe on Shabbos that you're not considered carrying so is it going like Ramayor or like Rabbi Yossi who says that it's usher so it sounds like that we're going like Ramayor and yet um, the, the Ampelia shall beg that's it, no good that's, isn't that like the Rabbanon so Abayi says you know what because the Sefer must be like the Rabbanon who says that other material, other sides of so leather is no good, must be that the ratio is also going to their opponent. So, what kind of kita are we talking about? Where it's made out of, where it's covered, it's coated and covered in leather. And uh, so, Rubber says, what do you mean? And if it's not covered in leather, then it's puzzled. Then, why would we say that uh, that the, the Kava kita? Would say is we say first it's good, and we should contrast and say, when is it good if it's covered in leather? If it's not covered in leather, it's no good. Obviously, therefore, he says it makes more sense that we're going like Rebbe Meir. Uh, the fact that the ratio is mayor, the safes are mayor. Aye, what's wrong with, with if it's made out of material? The answer is it doesn't have the criteria. Rebbe Meir has his own criteria for a shoe. It's not that it needs to be leather, it's that it needs to be made out of uh, protect, it may it'd be a protecting. Thing has to protect his foot, and a sock just simply doesn't really protect his foot much. Okay, um, so that's the that's how Rava explains the Braisa Okay, uh, Meir taught a number of halachas related to the chalitza. First of all, the 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 chalitza requires that you have to push your foot down. Uh, what? Yeah.
1: Do we have an opinion on which kind of the shoe? to be performed in the
0: halitza. Absolutely. That's what all this parish is talking about. Which type of shoe? There's a lot of details what, how it's look. I sent out in the, in the taft chat a the picture of what yeah, it actually yeah. looks like. That's the design. It's when made out. i the
1: two
0: of them. The leather is the one that should be we, they, No, it's a makhluk is whether we're mayor. We passkin that it needs to be leather. We don't take chances. But there is a shita that can be other material as well. Like fabric yeah but no well None it's not not simply fabric it has to be something that's very strong that pr- protects the foot you're saying Depends. something he, nowadays, some synthetic maybe yeah right. maybe whatever it, uh, well it talks about the wood and other things that protect the foot even though it's not leather it, that's, the, that's the idea okay. again Remeyer is much broader definition but we Paschal like the opinion that it has to be leather because uh, in order to be Allah shoe. shoe. Crocs? Crocs? Yeah. not, yeah. not, not. there you go <laughs> There you go, okay. You have to sew on some straps. Okay. Um, so, uh, no, the crocs are open back, open heel. That's a problem back. also. Yeah. Open yeah. back. Okay. Um, so, Rav Ashi, okay, so Memer said that uh, you have to push your foot down. So Rav Ashi says, doesn't the price that we just quoted say that it's whether standing, sitting, or leaning? Not typically is your foot pressed to the ground. So he's saying, no, you're right. It has to be. That's the requirement. Next thing a member said is that um, um, people who have, what's oh, called a club foot, right? So then they can, they're not fit for chalitza. Their foot is bent. So they can't walk on their bottom of their foot. It's flipped over. So, um... So Ravashi said, so doesn't the prices say that the smuchos or raglayim is kosher? Those are used for people who can't, you know, whose feet are, are bent, out of shape. So Gemara um, so says, there, no, we're not talking about where he's getting the chalit, so we're using the same footwear for somebody who's wearing, uh, whose, whose feet are regular. Okay. Uh, Rav Ravashi says, according to what I is saying, the Bar Uba and barkifuf are not fit for Khalidza, and that's basically those people that, because of an event, they insult whatever they made Rav Ashi feel bad, they were punished that their feet come bent, bent out of shape. Okay, next we said that the person whose Khalidza is happening to doesn't need to have his feet fully intact, it has to be from the knee down, uh, still there, um, even if it doesn't go all the way down. So the Shaila is. Um, it it doesn't it it says that by shalish uh, regalim that it's excluding pali So why is that 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 if you have if you're missing part of your foot, you're walking on a on a partially on a stick that you're not in Ola um, regal. So why isn't it the same thing here? The answer is here it says me al raglo. It doesn't say raglo. You're right. Regal shalish regalim requires the full regal. Here it says that it's cholza nalo me al raglo. So it doesn't even need to be from the foot part but from above the foot part so if that's the case so then why not above the knee because that's not meyal raglo that's meyal de meyal that's two steps away okay so Rav Papa says we see from here that it must be that the, the bone uh, goes all the way down to the heel because if you don't say that so then it's already meyal to meyal so the Gemara says no 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 um, could be that there is a break but once it's so low down to the you know, to equal to the rest of the foot, um, that's really considered grand. Okay, next we talked about is the um, above the knee. So Rafkana says, How can you say that regel means below the knee only? We find that we use the word regel to describe above the knee because it talks about the shilya that's yotes, bimbe, and Ragla, that goes out from between. The feet, so you see, Raghel using his feet. that's Shilja is the afterbirth. So G'mar explains that, that that's because I explained that that because when a woman is in childbirth, her feet are hiked up to pull, push out the body. They they lift up the feet, and the, the heels are right at the thighs. So it is being Ragla. Next, we showed another uh, pasuk in Shmuel uh, Beis Laasa Raglov Laasa Svamo. He he had, was grow. He was in mourning. So um, um, so he, so again, and that's not referring to the feet. It's referring to the, the so so. It's referring to the leg area near the legs. So the Gemara says, "You're right. It's just using a clean expression. Really, feet means closer to the foot, but it didn't want to say it, that. So we use the word regel to describe it. Next, we saw is. Um, uh, shol went lahasach his raglav. That was to use the restroom. So again, it's a lishna mealiya. We it's a clean expression. You don't want to be too too uh, graphic. Next we saw is um raglav bechetar makida gira. Again lishna mealiya. Ben raglav. This is talking about by Ya'el that she was um, that she was raped basically with uh, by Sisra a lot of times. She was seduced him, but in the end. Uh, she had relations, and it says Bin Ragla. It wasn't Bin Ragla, so you see, the regel is referring to the whole leg. So, the says, "No, it's also Lishnah Maalia." And uh, once we mentioned the story of Yael, we mentioned a little bit more detail that it was. If you look in the pasuk in the uh, Shiras Dvora it describes uh, how many times Yael had relations with Sisra, and it was seven times because it says Bin Ragla, Kara Nafal, Shachav, Bin Ragla, Nafal. So, um, that's seven.
1: Some of those relations were willingly,
0: and some... No, no, no. This is the same late Yael in a row. He had seven acts of relations. It well among it was those
1: seven. Some were willingly,
0: and some were Well, wrong. she seduced him, but the whole idea was she accepted so that she could weaken him. That was the whole idea. She wanted to kill him. So, she she him. when she ended up killing him, yeah. Um, so, the question is, how is that legal for her to do that, isn't she getting pleasure from the Avera? That's the question. Mark explains, uh, Ravuna says in the name of Shem Echoi that, 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 that what's good for a Rasha is bad for a Tzaddik. And we quote a Pasuk that when uh, Hashem told Lavan, don't speak neither good nor bad. Not interested. Don't say anything. Say, well, I'll say nice stuff. No no no. I'm not interested in anything in anything for what you're gonna say. Um oh, oh, so the question is, I understand why you don't want any curses from him. What's wrong with good? Good is good. The answer is no. He is good, he's not good. He's good is you know, it's like you should have a a blessing that your life should be just full of relaxation and rest. That that's there's advantage it's not but the definition of good is not really you understand their whole idea of what's good is not necessarily our understanding of good. It could be a bad thing, you know what I'm saying? You know, no purpose in life, no accomplishments in life, that's not a good thing, you know what I'm saying? But that's, uh, their, their mindset of what's good and bad is, is not is, is skewed. So the Gemara says, okay, I understand when it comes to their uh, ideas, but it's not even that. They might even mention Avodah Zarah in their good speech, so I get it. But, uh, but where's the rub in the act of pleasure? Pleasure is pleasure. So the answer is: is that not true? The act of relations with a gentile is uh, is is actually a negative because um, ha, ha, when when the snake came and had relations with Chava, he placed into her a certain stench, a certain bad impurity. odor. What a putrid, impurity, what an impurity, an impurity, a spirit of impurity. Anyway, um, and the Jews got that cleansed from them by standing at Har Sinai. So, uh, but the, the Gentiles still still have that, and that uh, is something that is, um, is a negative. Yeah, the inference is, you know, all the others, we all had Right, well, that is the inference, right. All right, brings us to the next thing. If the shoe's not his shoe. So the rabbi say it says Pasuk, na'alo, which means his shoe, but uh how do you know anybody else's who also works? So it says now Nal, Nal we call Malcolm, even if it's not actually his. So the word Nalo means that it has to at least or fit. It's... Fit close enough. Meaning you can't be so big that you can't that it's not that he can't walk in it, and it can't be so small that it doesn't cover most of his foot. And it can't be an open footed uh like a open heel um that uh that doesn't have a, that, that basically <coughs> it's one size fits all. That's the whole idea. That there's <coughs> no and it's not it's not uh, it's not subject to be to sizing at all. Basically, so that's uh, that's the problem with the open open shoe concept. Now, Baye was standing in front of Rav Yosef, and a came to for a and uh, so so Rav Yosef said, "Hand over your shoe," and he gave him the left shoe. So he said, "Why are you giving it the left shoe? Um, that's only acceptable b'di'evet." So he says, and isn't it b'dieved not to use his own shoe? Since he says, you don't understand. I said, give him his shoe. I meant give it to him that it should be his shoe. You have me makne to him. Yeah.
1: So it
0: has to be the right. Has to be the right. should be the right. Huh? Do you have the wrong how What's going on? No, all oh, yeah, it's the yeah. old one. Oh,
1: I want to read tomorrow. With you.
0: Okay, tomorrow you'll get the right one. Okay, it takes time to get, uh, to get used to it. Okay. Um, brings us to the next piece. Um, um, so then, uh, that we said a wood, a wood sandal. So the Gemar says, um, well, this must be Golan Kermayer, who says that wood is a good material for a shoe. Um, so the Gemar says, okay, Bielsi doesn't allow it, so... Abaye, buy a, a, a wood. The Shmuel said, "No, let maybe it's wood that's covered in leather, and that it could fit with everybody." Next, we saw a puppy said in the name of Rava that if it's um, that if the sandal has uh, was on it, but it's at the quarantine level, so you can't use it for chalitza. But if you did, khila, but if you did, it does work. But if it's mukhlat where it's not past the quarantine level meaning it's already established as full-on tzaras, so you shouldn't use it, but if you do, it's a chalitza psul. And uh, Rav said in the name of Rava, that was um Rabopi in the name of Rava. Rav in the name of Rava says it doesn't matter, they're all bidhyeved acceptable. So the problem is, is that we have a kasha, that's that we talking about a house that is tzaras. So it's metame when you go in, um, it, whether it's and it does even uh, and when it, and and by mukhlad it's matama on both sides, um, and they're both matama. That's whether you touch the inside or by muhskar. It's when you when you touch the inside, by mukhlad it's either side, and either of them you're matama when you once you go in. Now, if you say that it's. Broke, destroyed. So then, how are you chay for bia for entering?
1: So the answer is
0: that it's there's a special puzzle that refers to the house as a house, even though it needs to be destroyed. It's still defined as a house. Um, next, we talked about is the garment. If it's a requisite size of three by three, even if it doesn't have a sheer kezayis, whether the majority of it went into the bias, it becomes tame. Um And uh, are we talking about a bias that's mukhlat so says no, muskeres. It's uh, not necessarily. Um, uh, so, uh, what about the seifa? It says that if it's very large garment and a full kadais went in, that makes, it makes the whole garment tamei. Now, if you say mukhletes, then I understand why it's able to be matame. But and, cause, and it's compared to The definition is compared to a mace. But if you say muskeres, why is it even compared to a mace? So my answer is that the pasuk says the servants a beget. even bishasreif is still called a Beget, So that's the difference. Why Beget has a din tam. Um Why not use that as a source for the shoe as well? That even though the shoe needs to be destroyed, it should be uh, it should be considered a shoe. So the my answer is that uh, you can't compare tuma from uh, iser from tuma. They don't really the tuma is itself a chiddush. So you don't what, what works for tuma is not true for all over.
1: It
0: have to be burned, right? Yeah. Yeah. What the Tsaras the, the shoe? The, shoe, the Yeah. Which which shoe?
1: They
0: give up the. No, no, no. There's no rule that you have to burn it, in general. But
1: get
0: rid of it. No, they reused it.
1: She reused
0: it. No, not her. She's done. She's good to go. But they give it back it's to better. the to the bezin. Bezin keeps it handy for the next person. It's a very specialized shoe. Ah, yeah.
1: The one. You, it's a special shoe. They do the. Ceremonial
0: with. Right, exactly. It, Not her everyone? Shoe. it has to be his yeah, shoe, shoe, but they give it, so. it to the person. Yeah, yeah, it has a belt one. What? Yeah, yeah. It has a belt everyone. No, they get a few sizes whatever. whatever. Uh, they have like, like six sizes? I don't know. I don't know how many. So many, many Depends, the right. You have the best the then. Then. Mm-hmm. No, that was our Shiloh. How is it even kosher altogether? We're going to get that. That's the next line. Okay. you got to measure so, um, so, so the Gemara says the bottom line halacha in this issue is that it doesn't matter muskar or um or avodazara. You shouldn't lechatkili use for chalitza, but if you did, it is kosher. If it's a takrov avodazara, which is you know, brought as an offering, okay? They used to, I guess, they used to offer shoes <laughs> to the idols, um, or um, if it's from irani or it's from a dead person that they use just for like cover that they dress up the they used to dress up the dead and put on a pair of special Wouldn't shoes have for it be take, take uh, be covered, the It uh, should be yours yes yeah. so mm-hmm. air the is all of of his also bondage everything happy okay. to be well we said it's no good that's exactly the point but it's not good for multiple reasons it's even destroyed it's like there's an obligation of, to destroy we're it
1: we're taking for granted that everybody has shoes but it's not the fact
0: that's true that's true but these shoes, anyway
1: not stylish so what do you mean? no 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 I mean <laughs> not the in a dollar store well, I mean yeah. the, not everybody could afford shoes that's yeah. a, a fact and I, I wanted to do another comment a quick comment if you live in Holland, or you live in... The, the
0: wood shoes, right? The wooden o- clubs.
1: Orient, uh, in the Orient, they wear yeah. wood shoes. Mm-hmm. So
0: the, the, I reckon they did the Halitza with those shoes. Not, well, first of all, there's not that many Jews there, honestly. But uh, that's the machlokas, whether other material is acceptable. We in that it has to be made of leather. But that's the bottom line. That's the facts, regardless whether they use other shoes. Anyway, um, so the question that the Gemara asks is that we mentioned over here, Ravina asks the says he says, by a Zakina Asulapodo, it's not really meant for walking. That's why it's not considered a shoe. It's just there for show. Because it's like he's dressing up, you're dressing up the dead body that he should look fancy. So he put on a pair of shoes, but it's not really meant for walking. That's why it doesn't qualify. So if that's the case, the shoe of Bezdin is not meant for walking either. So why is the shoe of Bezdin that we always reuse even acceptable? The answer is, is that it's not that it's not used for walking. If the Shleach uh, it needs it to go outside because you know, it's cold outside, what, they wouldn't let him have it? We would let him use it. So that's why it's, it is used, is functional as well. And that was where we left off yesterday.